Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is Tuesday, May 2nd of 2023, and we're celebrating today the memorial of St. Athanasius, bishop and doctor of the church. Today's gospel is the gospel from the day, which comes to us from John's gospel, chapter 10, verses 22 through 30. The feast of the dedication was taking place in Jerusalem. It was winter. And Jesus walked about in the temple area on the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe, because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Today's Gospel presents the climax of Jesus' encounters with the Jewish authorities. John tells us that this encounter takes place in the winter on the Feast of the Dedication. Commenting on this, St. Thomas Aquinas says that John adds that little detail, it was winter, for a couple of reasons. First, to distinguish the feast from others regarding the dedication of the temple. And second, as Gregory the Great points out, symbolically, it refers to the cold hearts of his listeners. Or, as St. Augustine says, the Jews were cold in love, burning in their malevolence. The Jews ask him, Are you the Messiah? And Jesus tells them in reply, The Father and I are one. Now, there's two things that we can meditate on. First, the reaction of the Jews. And second, our own reaction to Christ and his words. Now, one wonders why the Jews asked in the first place. They would have been angry and disappointed if Christ had said no, and when the answer was yes, they still got angry. St. John Chrysostom puts it this way. He says, being able to find no fault with his works, they try to catch him in his words. And mark their perversity. When he instructs by his discourse, they say, what signs show you? When he demonstrates by his works, they say, If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Either way, they're determined to oppose him. There is great malice in that speech. Tell us plainly. Jesus had spoken plainly, went up at the feasts, and had hid nothing. They preface, however, with flattery. How long do you make us doubt? As if they were anxious to know the truth, but really only meaning to provoke him to say something they might lay hold of. Thus far, St. John Chrysostom. That's, that's very critical. It's very harsh, the words of John Chrysostom, but it's true. Because this is what wickedness and hard hearts are like. Rather than trust in God's goodness, they simply want to accuse. Anything Christ does for them isn't going to be enough. They just want to blame and attack. Yet, in spite of all this malice, which Christ, as God, and even humanly speaking, he's certainly aware of, 
notice Jesus' reaction. Rather than get angry or call for vengeance, he instead explains and pleads with them to believe. This shows precisely how concerned Christ is with bringing the Jews to salvation. Now, what does this mean for us? Well, we're struck by just how merciful Jesus is and how he tries time and again to bring others back to the Father. This isn't the time for vengeance and anger, but for mercy. And for those who embrace that mercy and accept that Jesus Christ came to save them, a certain course of action must be followed and a reward will be given. Now, concretely, Christ points out that Christ, uh, Aquinas points out that Christ says that his followers do two things for him, and he, in turn, does two things for them. Christ says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. The first thing we do is obey Christ. Concerning this, he says, My sheep whom I've chosen from all eternity, hear my voice by believing and obeying my precepts. In response to this, Christ says, I know them, meaning I love and approve them. This is like saying, the very fact that they hear me is due to the fact that I know them by an eternal choice. And once we have this, there's the second thing we need to do. My sheep follow me. We must imitate Christ in our lives at every moment. And when we do this, Christ in turn gives us our reward, which is the fourth point. I give them eternal life. This is like saying, they follow me by walking along the path of gentleness and innocence. And after this life, I will see that they follow it afterwards by entering into the joys of eternal life. this also means for us that we need to have great faith in God's love and protection. Christ tells us, No one can take my chosen ones out of my hands. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. Now, to be a sheep in Christ's flock means to be obedient, to live in accord with God's law. This doesn't mean, of course, that things are always going to be pleasant or easy, but it does mean to be protected and safe within God's hands. We don't need to fear anything, since we're in the hands of a loving Father who will not allow us to perish and who will guide us until we reach our heavenly homeland. So today, let's ask the intercession of Mary, Queen of heaven and earth, for the grace to really believe in Christ and in his love for us.